Hey, chiropractors and marketers, we are ready for another modern chiropractic marketing show with Dr. Kevin Christie, where we discuss the latest in marketing strategies, content marketing, direct response marketing, and business development with some of the leading experts in the industry. All right, welcome to another episode of the Modern Chiropractic Marketing Show. Uh, Today, I'm going to recap my last strategic coach meeting. As you know, if you've been listening to this podcast for the last year, every quarter, Uh, I go to my meeting and once I'm done uh, with that, I try to recap a key concept that then I can relate to marketing for you. One I think is also, I can take, at least I think I can take strategic coach, some of the concepts, apply it to the chiropractic industry and kind of make that transition from just say entrepreneurs in general or business in general to the chiropractic profession with obviously the 12 years of experience of of running a a practice that I've had and now five years of uh, strategic coach. And then with this podcast, I tried to obviously relate it to marketing or business development since uh, that is the the purpose of this show. And so uh, today I will be bringing you uh, some really good information on delegating and uh, what strategic coach calls is the ABC model breakthrough, which is going to help you start to really sift through all of the activities you're doing that's not serving you or serving your your business and how to work your way through that and obviously uh, function at a high level and focus within uh, your unique abilities. Okay. Um, before I do uh, dive into that today, if you're listening to this on, on Thursday, March 22nd, we are releasing the first annual virtual marketing summit and it is free. There are is a link you can go to to register. It's a, this is an easy short link for you. It's bit.ly bit.ly forward slash virtual marketing summit. And you can sign up for free. And if you um, have the ability to watch the videos as they drip out over the next three days, a couple will drip out in the morning and then a couple in the afternoon uh, for the next three days, then it's free access. If you would like lifetime access to it, so you can kind of rewind it, take some notes, really help try to develop your your business plan and and mar- I should say your marketing plan, and also get some really valuable bonuses. There's a, a small upgrade where you can purchase that and then have lifetime access uh, to that information. So this will be the last time you hear me speak about it on this particular podcast, but I highly recommend you check it out. I had some really great guests discuss just all kinds of different aspects of marketing that will give you a well-rounded approach to growing your your business. So check that out. That Again, that is bit.ly, B-I-T dot L-Y at Virtual Marketing Summit. All right. So let's dive in. You know, I was in Atlanta and I've mentioned before, sometimes I, when I go to strategic coach meetings, I have just amazing experiences the whole time. Sometimes it's um, a reiteration of things or maybe it's just a topic that I I don't feel so compelled about. And then there's other times like this past one where we hit on one thing and it really interests me more than some of the others, but it was such a big one that it uh, really got me excited to come home and really to implement this and to, and to frankly, to, to talk to you about it this week because it's, you know, delegation is one of those things where they talk a lot about it over the last five years and it's something I've been trying to work on, uh, but it's always a work in progress for sure. And so what I'm going to do in today's podcast is really break this down into three aspects. Uh, One is I'm going to discuss the ABC model that I mentioned. Two, I'm going to dive into some delegation tips and techniques uh, that they recommend. And then I'm going to, you know, end the episode with covering some technologies that I use 
uh, or will be potentially using to try to uh, really be as productive as I can and streamline a lot of the the business aspects of uh, the day to day. And so we'll we'll break it down into there. One of the cool things is, is I got a good resource for you. So every quarter, Dan Sullivan writes a, a book, a little book. They're easy to read, and he's got a few cool way of on the inside of the little book. They give this to us at the at the workshop is different ways you can consume uh, this actual information, whether it's reading the book, uh, it's got a whole little cartoon set to it. There's the audio version, there's the video, there's a scorecard, and there's an ebook. And so you can actually go to strategiccoach.com forward slash go forward slash ABC model. And you can download whichever way you would like to consume the information on this ABC model. And essentially what it is, is there's um, one big circle and then inside that circle, there's another one inside that circle, there's another one. And that the big circle is A, the, the medium circle is B and the small one is C. But essentially everything in the A category is irritating tasks, right? I know for me, one of the irritating tasks that we all have to do as, as doctors are patient notes. I can't completely get rid of that, but I'm going to tell you what I'm going to do. And I kind of worked through that this past weekend when I was at Strategic Coach. So activities that are irritating, you just really want to make sure you either get rid of it, you automate it, or you delegate it. Okay. And you just really want to get those off your plate. And sometimes it's even personal. You know, you talk to a lot of people where they complain about having to mow the yard and it's like, well, why are you mowing the yard then? You know, if, if you don't like it, some people do it and they enjoy it. So if that's you, then fine. But if it's something that annoys you, like, why are you mowing the yard? Don't you think that you could better serve that time doing something else just by delegating that out? And I know some people will say the finances of it, but if you are a chiropractor and you're listening to this, you know, you have ways where you can make a little bit more money that would be able to pay for that. And maybe it's instead of spending two hours mowing your yard, you're doing something that's marketing related, that's bringing in money and you're focusing within your uh, unique abilities. And so I think from both your business and your personal life, you want to do an audit of the tasks that you're doing and see which ones fall into this irritating category. Uh, the next one B is it's the okay category. Those are things that are like, you know, it's, it's okay. It's not too bad. It's kind of meh. You know, like, I do it. It's not, it doesn't bother me. I'm pretty good at it, but it's nothing that's really into your unique abilities. And that's another, obviously strategic coach thing is they really want you to filter into uh, your unique abilities. And then when you are doing activities that feed that you're now into that C category. And those are things that are fascinating and motivating right? And so you want to try to over time, again, this isn't going to happen overnight. What they recommend is every 90 days, you do kind of a reassessment of the activities. You you know, just write them all out. Everything you do Monday through Friday business, and then everything you do in your personal life and see which, where do they go? Is it, you know, is this irritating? Is this okay? Or is this uh, fascinating and, and motivating? And so that's, uh, something you do quarterly and you try to always improve it, you know, it might be a moving target as you do grow, but you're always trying to refine this process to where you're focusing on the things that are going to drive your business, drive your fascination and, and motivation. Because otherwise, you know, what's going to happen is I, I know plenty of chiropractors that make plenty of money, but they're really functioning in that. Okay. And sometimes in the irritating and okay, not enough into the fascinating and motivating and what happens? They get burnt out. And by the time they've been practicing for 10 years, 15 years, they're just completely burnt out. They've got no 
desire and passion for what they do. And, and it, frankly, it's, uh, it just doesn't work out for them long-term. And so the key to being able to have the long-term success and really have that stamina within your marketing, within your practice, within your business development, and honestly, even in your personal life, is functioning in things that are fascinating and motivating and getting into that C uh, category. And if you can do that, you'll be amazed at not only your energy levels and your production, but also just how successful and, and thriving uh, your practice will be. And so one thing I wanted to have a little sidebar on this is that obviously we talk a lot about marketing. And on this podcast, we've had almost every aspect of marketing there is in different guests and there's different social media platforms if you're going to sign up or if you're going to watch the virtual marketing summit this week, you're going to hear 12 different presenters talk about different things. And a lot of times chiropractors get overwhelmed and think they have to do everything. If they're going to do marketing, they have to do everything. And that's not the case. You know, it, it's nice to have a very well-rounded approach. And that's what I try to achieve for my practice because it is scalable. It is uh, reproducible. But one of the things you need to realize is maybe, maybe your clinic is doing all the things and again, you don't even have to do that, but maybe they're doing most of them or they're doing all of it, but it's not just you, right? You're, you're picking the aspects of marketing. Since this is a marketing show, obviously you have your doctor duties and, and we don't need to, to dive completely into that right now. But as far as growing your practice and getting out there and marketing and network, you want to find which aspects of those really fall into that fascinating and motivating category and do those and then get rid of the irritating and, and okay. So like, Maybe uploading YouTube videos is irritating. Then don't do that. Let's find someone that can. Maybe, you know, maybe writing the email you find fascinating and motivating, but designing the email you find irritating. So that's the one part of that email marketing you have to get rid of. And you can either automate it, you can delegate it, or just completely get rid of it. I wouldn't say get rid of email marketing, but those are the three things you got to look to do whenever you find something that's irritating and okay. And really what you want to start at is when you write these out, Start with the irritating, you know, like you can't do it all at once. So get rid of the irritating first and then you can move on to the okay. So maybe in Q1, when you do this, you've got, I'm just going to make up numbers, 10 irritating things, 10 okay things, and three fascinating and motivating. Well, in Q1, you really focus on the irritating and you got rid of five of them. Now you do a reassessment in Q2 and now you're, you kind of, you know, added a couple irritating, you're up to six irritating and 10 okay. Now you get down to, you know, you chip away and you get down to too irritating or you get rid of all the irritating and then you can work on the okay. And so, like I said, it's kind of a, a work in progress. It's not perfection and just make sure you're, you're really working on that. And so my challenge to you is to, in your life, your personal life, do the ABC model. In your business life, do the ABC model. Then within your business life, take just marketing and do everything, all the tasks that are happening that you're doing in marketing and see where uh, they fall into. And then from there, work on just a marketing delegation of those irritating and okay. And then try to focus on the fascinating, motivating. I think like for me, this was a key concept in my, my marketing efforts. Cause obviously I do a lot of marketing in my community, in my practice, but also I do a lot with the chiropractic profession. And as far as marketing to, you know, have the podcast put together, the virtual marketing summit you know, keep track and, and add content to the closed Facebook group. It, it takes a lot, but I, I tend to, I'm not perfect at it, but this really helped me get a little bit more clarity is to focus on the things that are fascinating and motivating. Like interviewing people to me is amazing. It's one of the favorite things I do. Uh, recording these podcasts, coming up with some of the content. I love doing it. It's learning. Um, I just did a whole whiteboard session today on 
a little bit of marketing strategy we want to do. I found passion within that. So uh, overall, I am doing the things that I enjoy, but there's definitely some irritating things that I'm going to get rid of and it's on my list to do. So I, that's the ABC model. I highly recommend, again, that link for you is um, strategiccoach.com slash go slash ABC model. And you can have, you can read that. It's it's a short book. It's like 60 pages, or you can watch the video. You can listen to it. It's an easy way to consume. I think you just have to give your email address, but uh, to me, it's it's well worth it. All right. So let's move on. Now you've realized that you've figured out some of your irritating and your okay things. Like what are the most effective ways to delegate? And I think delegating is an art and I think most of us struggle at it. I think a lot of times, I don't know if it's one of those things where someone's born with it or not. I'm not an expert at it, but I do know that most people that are good at it have worked at it very well. And I think one of the successes of it is communication. If you listen to one of my previous podcasts, I talked about the three-legged stool of a thriving practice and how it sits on that foundation of communication. And so, you know, to be a good provider, healthcare provider, you have to have good communication with your patients. To be good at marketing, you have to have good communication with your community, right? Or your audience. And to be good at business, you have to have good communication with your team. And your team might be in-house, you know, like your employees, or it might be some of your contractors, right? So there has to be good communication. And I think with delegation, communication is a big aspect of it. You know, some of the the strategic coach has a cool little thing here of different levels of delegation that you can implement with your team. And level one was have them assess, research, and report before taking action. So this would be something that would be, you know, pretty important. You're not sure exactly what the decision needs to be made. You need someone to really research it before making a decision. So then once that, once your team member does that, comes back to you, you can then uh, reassess. Level two is handle, but give regular updates. Okay. Level three is handle and just report the final result. All right. Okay. Get it done. And then let me know how it went. And then level four is handle, no need to report. Just, just make this go away. All right. So those are the different levels. And, and I haven't implemented this with my team yet, but I think it's something that would serve a lot of teams well is by, if you're going to email something or you're going to sit down and do something, one of the biggest mistakes that they talk about is like delegation by abdication or just like these drive-by delegations you really want to be intentional about your delegation. And this is a way of doing it. So that way, if you do send an email, you can write in a subject line, you know, blah, 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 level two, right? So that way the person knows, okay, I need to handle this, but I need to give them updates as we go along. Now that way the person, you giving the delegation can make some, maybe some tweaks or, or decisions through that process. So that is one way where you can put levels of your delegation, right? And then here are some of the delegation do's and don'ts that we learned at our meeting last week. And so one is do constantly update your key priorities with your team so they know what's most important. Okay. So they got, they, you have to communicate that uh, to them. Don't expect people to read your mind. I, I know I fall into that. It's just like we get so busy with things and we just kind of expect our team members to read our mind. They, they just can't uh, definitely have been guilty of that. The next one is don't be guilty of drive-by delegations. I kind of mentioned that. I think that one's uh, self-explanatory. That, that For me, that is, uh, you know, I have to walk by from my personal office, go past the front desk to get to the treatment rooms. Sometimes I'll walk by. As I'm walking by, I'll say something to do something and, and not even realize that they might have been talking to, uh, you know, reading something on the computer or on the phone, things like that. So no more drive-by delegations. Um, do clarify your expectations by 
specifying how much time and effort you want people to invest. Okay. Um, sometimes you have to make that clear. Next is don't underestimate the time it takes to do things. Not everything can be done as quickly as you think. Do give the people working for you the support they need so they can better leverage you, right? So if there's something that needs to be done, but they need the technology or support to make it happen, make sure they do. And in that way, it can leverage the, the situation. Next one is don't micromanage. Okay. I think we all know that one. I think we are all, a lot of us are guilty of that one, but do not micromanage. Do let people know if you're just brainstorming so they know whether or not to take action. I know I've done that one where you're just kind of like talking through something and you're brainstorming, but you never really clarify if they, <laughs> if you actually want them to do that. So uh, next one is do not delegate your unique ability activities, right? So that was one of the things we mentioned earlier is you want to hone in on what your unique abilities are. For me, it is treating patients. I think inherently as chiropractor, that's a unique ability. So that's one. Two is marketing, like content creation aspect of marketing. And three is just the vision of our business. So I'm trying to get to the point where all the activities that I do are within that. I do get it, right? Like there's some businesses that have really high margins and have a lot of money coming in. And it's really easy for the business owner to delegate everything and put money into everything so that they're literally doing only their unique abilities. I know it's harder in our profession. We don't have the margin in the, you know, the profit margin to maybe have a personal assistant or to have a driver or, you know, have a team member that we'd love to have to do all of the marketing for us. It's going to cost $6,000 a month to have a, a marketing director, right? Like not, it's, it's harder to do that. So I get that. So you have to be creative for sure. Uh, do not underestimate your team's capabilities. Okay. They are capable. They can do this stuff. A lot of times people do not delegate because they think they're not going to do it right, or it's going to take too much training to get them to do it right. Uh, where I am presently having this battle in my head is with a big delegation I'm trying to do. One of the most, like I mentioned before, the most irritating tasks that I have that you have as well is patient notes. We have to do them. There's no way around it, but I'm going to work on having my chiropractic assistant come in. I'm going to verbalize uh, the early part of the patient encounter. She's going to work on the subjective. And uh, we use Medic Fusion. Not that I'm promoting them or anything, but that's a technology we use to expedite our notes. And luckily they do, it's a cloud-based one. So a lot of our new patients come in with everything filled out at home. And so it really expedites that. So I will have my CA start the subjective, the objective. I will check the diagnoses. I will check the charges. I will oversee, you know, I would definitely review the note and then sign off on it, but she will be doing the majority of that to really expedite that for me. So don't underestimate your team's capabilities. She's been training on it. It might be a process. Sometimes it might take three months to get a proper delegation down or a proper system, but after that, it really frees you up and it's worth the time invested. Okay. And then lastly, just kind of, you know, on that note is don't be impatient. Let others learn and grow. You'd be surprised with if you're patient with them and you really have ideal communication or just even good communication, that person will turn into your right-hand person and get so much done that you couldn't even imagine having someone do and you've been doing it for years. So if you can start to really delegate, that'll free you up big time, okay? So as I mentioned, they talked about if something falls in that irritating category or that okay, you either want to automate it, like use technology to do it, or you want to delegate it to a team member, or you're gonna, you want to get rid of it, right? 
So this third aspect of it is automate or just utilizing technology. And I just wanted to run through some of the things that I use in my life technology-wise to really help with processes, free up. Sometimes it's not just myself, but it's also freeing up team members. So the, the ultimate goal with the unique ability is for the owner to focus in the unique abilities and then have all of your team members focus within their unique abilities, right? Um, and that's something that too many business owners don't do. I know we've we've had talks about different marketing aspects a lot, and, and there's certain things that maybe a CA can do for your marketing, but there's other things that they just can't. Like you can't expect them to do this, so it's not worthwhile. Uh, I'm just saying that generally. But one of the biggest things you can do is leverage technology, especially in today's day and age, to really make sure that all your systems and processes are working efficiently, which then will help you focus in those activities that are exciting and, you know, and and just motivating. So one of the first things that we did, I wanted to free up my front desk a little bit. So we added GenBook to our website and it's an online scheduler. No, it doesn't unfortunately sync with our EHR system, but if our front desk, you know, notices that we're getting close to booked on a day, you can just go right in and you can um, block off the schedule for that particular time. So it works out pretty well. We haven't had any issues. Sometimes we've had to call a patient like, oh, you know, we around the same time we had two people booked, you know, around this, you know, called us and booked and you booked online. Can you come 15 minutes later? And and they're usually very open to that. So uh, GenBook has been really helpful for that. For myself personally, as I've gotten, you know, I do the podcast or I do the Facebook live interviews with people in my community or I schedule lunches and networking and just the different things that I'm scheduling. I finally added Acuity Scheduling, which is just a brand. Like there's all kinds of different online schedulers. I think there's Calendly and there's a few others, but it's essentially, it it merges with my Google Calendar. It merges with Outlook and I think a couple others. And it's really cool. Like I could put up a calendar for podcasting, a calendar for lunches, a calendar for just whatever and it integrates, it syncs with my Google Calendar. And then if I put something on my Google Calendar, it also blocks off Acuity. So it goes both ways there. So now if someone wants to chat with me or meet or whatever, I just send them the link for the specific type of activity it is and they click on that and they schedule. So now I don't have to go back and forth on email or text and it really has, has freed me up a lot. So check out one of those if, if you feel like that would help you out. Another one that's been really big for us over the last few years is Slack. Okay, we use Slack messaging. We have two offices, so we can communicate with our Miami and our Boca office. We can communicate with our team members, and it's been really helpful to get our communication together. Like, for instance, I've got computers in all my treatment rooms, and if a patient shows up, you know, my front desk just messages, you know, so and so is here. I see that. Uh, it kind of flashes. I'll check when I get a chance, and then I know that person's there, and I go out to the waiting room. So I, I can keep tabs of my schedule as we're going along. And then other things that, you know, you need to communicate with your team on is just really helpful. So if you're not using Slack, I do uh, recommend that. I use MailChimp automation as well. Uh, you don't have to be using MailChimp, but whatever your email server is, try to set up some of the automations. That'll be helpful for you. It's an easy way of doing it. This next one that I really like, I don't think a lot of people uh, know about it, but it's called Workflowy. Uh, when I've done some of our big projects, I've used that. And essentially, it's a it's an outline software. It looks like a Word document, but it's not. And it gives you just, it's hard for me to explain, but it gives you so much more functionality as far as writing outlines and, and organizing it. You can like hide a whole bullet point and then refine it. Like it's just really, 
really good to work through a project to do that one. Uh, I'm just going to have you look at it. It's just really good. If you work on any type of projects or any type, I remember when I was launching the Corporate Cairo Academy, that thing was just huge and instrumental. Doing the virtual summit, I use that to organize all my presenters and what they're going to talk about and the different types, you know, all the different things with that. I also use Acuity Scheduling for the Virtual Marketing Summit, which was helpful. A big project management software that is out there is Trello. There's other ones like Basecamp. We've used Trello to organize all of our marketing strategies and and obviously um, just team communications and projects. So Trello is a good one to look at. Uh, and then lastly, I'm, I've got a call tomorrow with a company called Delegate Solutions, and they are a virtual assistant company. And so it's like having a personal assistant, but virtual without the the overhead of it, you know, you can pay as you go, or they can do something like 25 hours a week. You know, a lot of times we would love to have a personal assistant, but we don't need it for 40 hours a week, or heck, we don't even need it for 10 hours a week, but something like 25 hours a month might work out. You know, what is that? Like six, seven hours a week can be really helpful from everything from your air travel to, you know, they even do like landing pages. They do all these different types of stuff. You'd be surprised. They, they sent me over a huge list of things they do. And I was like, wow, it's like, all of these little marketing tasks that I probably don't want to do like YouTube uploading or emails or things like that. I can just give them the copy and they can do it. So they can do a lot more than you expect. So I've got a, I got kind of a discovery call with them tomorrow morning and see how that goes. But uh, that is delegate solutions. You can check that out. I'll put all the links I gave today uh, in the show notes, but I just wanted to run down some technologies and get, just get your mind thinking, okay, step one, what is irritating? Get rid of it. What is okay? Get rid of it. Let's focus on the things that are fascinating and motivating and everything else is going to be delegated. Okay, now how do I delegate, right? And you, I gave you all the tips on proper delegation with your team or if you've got a VA, that's great. And then what can be automated? What can I use technology, especially in 2018, to really streamline this? And so this is, in my mind, the key of being a doctor in you know, like that's one of the unique things with our business is we have to spend a lot of hours per week with patient doctor interaction where we can't be doing these other things. We can't be running payroll or we can't be doing email because we're with patients. So we have to find these unique times to do it. And then if you throw on your family life and all the other aspects of life, it can get very overwhelming. So if you can just get your mindset wrapped around being like an assassin of your schedule and your tasks and just getting rid of everything that falls into that irritating or that okay, you'll be amazed at how much more efficient you are, how much more efficient your team is, how much more profitable your practice is, and, and how much more stamina you're going to have in being a chiropractor for the long term and being a business owner without getting just burnt out and fatigued. And so this episode, I really think I was excited to give it to you. Uh, I think it's something that if you if you listen to a couple times and you really start planning out this and you write out all those activities that you're doing and start picking away at them, you'll be amazed at how much more efficient you'll be. And then once you have that freedom and that efficiency, you're going to start being a lot more creative and you're going to start having better mindset and thoughts are going to, ideas are going to come to you. It's like, oh, and I can do that. And then you're going to be able to start increasing your marketing capabilities to where you're doing things like running a, maybe running a virtual summit on golf injuries or on back pain in your community and amazed at like, wow, like I could have never done that last year. So like, again, the virtual summit software, which I put the link in show notes 
is a capability, a technology that is giving me uh, capabilities I didn't have before. And now I'm launching that and I'm going to be doing two in my community. I, I did a whole podcast episode on that a few weeks back. So check that one out. So there's just a lot of good capabilities out there. Make sure you got your mind wrapped around that and you focus on this for the rest of this quarter and start fresh Q2s coming up April 1st. So uh, do that and see what you can start knocking off your list. All right. I hope you join us again for that virtual marketing summit that launched today, Thursday, March 22nd. Check that out. Have a great week in practice. I'll be having some interviews uh, coming up. I know it's been a lot of solo because uh, frankly, I did 12 video interviews for the summit. And so I was a little bit interviewed out as far as my schedule allowed me to. So I was doing some good solo ones, I think. And uh, we'll get back into some exciting interviews that I do have lined up already. And we'll be alternating from solo to interview. All right. Have a great week in practice and I'll talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Modern Chiropractic Marketing Show with Dr. Kevin Christie. Tune in next week for another episode that will enhance your marketing, business, and practice growth. Also, don't forget to subscribe to Dr. Christie's Modern Desk Jockey podcast and share with your desk-sitting patients. In the Modern Desk Jockey, Dr. Christie provides health and wellness best practices from some of the leading experts in the corporate wellness industry. Remember, chiropractic practice isn't easy, but it shouldn't be overwhelming. Keep leveling up.